Welcome to Right to Life in Michigan's Life I'm your host today, Chris Gast, and with me today is just Anna Visser. Anna, welcome. Thank you. No, Emily. Emily is not cool enough to be here. Yeah, that's how it works. So today we're going to give you uh, a bit of an update on the amendment and some of the stuff they're doing in other states that is directly mirroring what's in the, uh, the Anything Goes Abortion Amendment. We're going to talk about that case in D.C. where the five uh, babies were found who were uh, obviously uh, viable children. And uh, that's a very sad case, but we're here to talk about it. But first, Gretchen Governor Gretchen <laughs> Whitmer. Anna? Yes. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, a bit of a surprise yesterday. So let's preface this by saying that uh, last November in the election, or two two Novembers ago, what year is it? 2022. Wow, where's our flying cars? Uh, in the 2020 <laughs> election, uh, a very bad thing happened, and that is the Democratic candidate for the Supreme Court, uh, one of them uh, won because the Republican candidate had just enough votes uh, siphoned away by a third party. And that gives the Democrats a four to three majority on the Michigan Supreme Court, which is extremely troubling for our issue because of course, when it comes to abortion, everything that we do is always scrutinized by the courts. Well, uh, we knew that uh, when Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned, that we knew that they were going to uh, you know, fight it at the ballot box and try to pass a, an amendment or get it repealed, which they're doing now, although they kind of jumped the gun. Still doing it. Yeah, sort of, we maybe. Think. We don't really know. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Um, and we always knew that they were going to challenge it in court. But we always thought it would be when the first abortionist gets into trouble because, you know, that's how the legal system works. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to have someone in trouble. You have to have, you have, to have standing. Right. That's how courts work. Um well, yesterday, Governor Whitmer announced that she was going to be suing the county prosecutors in Michigan in every county there's an abortion facility and asking the Supreme Court not only to stop them from enforcing Michigan's existing abortion ban, which would go back into a full effect once Roe versus Wade is overturned, but she's asking the Michigan Supreme Court to invent... To find... She wants them to find it somewhere. Like it's been hiding for a couple <laughs> right like of a lot of years it's been hiding. And then she just wants this set of justices to like to just find it somewhere in there, hidden for a for a while. Uh yeah. So uh if these four Democratic judges, uh, and we'll get into this more here, uh find this mystical hidden right to abortion then not only could they uh, basically repeal, in a sense, our existing abortion ban, but depending on how expansive uh, such a ruling would be, every single pro-life law on the books in the state. In other words, exactly what they're trying to do with the amendment. You know, this is interesting, and I, t I don't remember who I talked about this with, but we were talking about how 
Maybe they realized their petition was so outlandish, adding in all the extra, like, incest, prostitution, age of consent stuff. They realized that that was crazy, Mm -hmm. right? And so they're like, let's just go the abortion route because that's kind of what we want anyway. Mm -hmm. And so we're just going to go, we're just going to try to do this because it just deals with abortion. Yeah, so let's get into that. So... Pretty much everything that they've done in the last year has just been perplexing. So they knew the Dobbs case was coming up. Apparently, they thought that they were good because it it took them until the oral arguments in December went so poorly for the abortion side. Like, it it took them then to finally wake up and say, oh, no, (laughs) like, we're in trouble here. Um, Which is kind of bizarre. They probably just never fathomed that. That would, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if they didn't like our state's abortion ban, what they could have done in the last 49 years was repeal it or have a vote on it. They could have well, done that at any point. The interesting part about this is that the Supreme Court was asked to to rule on the if abortion was in our Constitution in 1997 and I think Mahaffey versus Mahaffey, Mahaffey I think is how we say it. I don't know. Versus Attorney General, the Court of Appeals ruled there's no right to abortion in our state constitution. And then they asked the Supreme Court, the Michigan Supreme Court, to also determine if it was there. And they said, no, we agree with the Court of Appeals. It's not there. So, yes, the Michigan Supreme Court. Set after Roe versus Wade is weighed in twice, 1973 yes. and 1997, that there is no right to a uh, abortion in, this, in the state constitution. Whitmer wants them to ignore that. You have to have an actual standing in a case to really sue. There has to be someone, um, you know, governors can ask for an opinion. It's usually on speculative cases, but... You know, we've had this law for 175 years now. Mm-hmm. There's no speculation. Um, they want them to cheat the regular procedure. Uh, she wants them to just do this. Like She basically does not care what her, her people in her state think or want. She's just going above everyone's head, above the lower courts, above her citizens, above everyone's head. I think because she wants to be reelected, probably. I don't know. Queen Gretchen the first. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a political move I, for sure. Do you look at the Whitmer administration and a host of other issues that are not our issues, but you know, simple things like you like during the pandemic, like she didn't she was like in the media asking for help, and she didn't like file a form with FEMA, like embarrassingly simple things that they could be doing like Mm -hmm. you don't like our law repeal it well they haven't had the public support to do it you know uh pass this amendment well it's probably not going well if they're pursuing this route i mean it kind of comes down to are the supreme court michigan supreme court judges gonna do the right thing well they should they know people are gonna have a fit if they don't because it would be very clear what they're doing if they did side with her. It, it would be even more blatant than the controversy of Roe versus Wade because yeah. the governor is just transparently asking them to cheat. Right. Like she's actually telling them what to do, like go to this section and find a right to abortion or else, you four Democratic judges. 
think about this. So let's say they did do it and they established the precedent that a governor just tells them to go do something and they poof, create a right out of thin air that's mm-hmm. not in the Michigan Constitution and ignore a law. How could that be used? Or in overturning an election. The people voted on this law in 1972. It's the will of the Michigan voters, you know. Mm-hmm. Is the opinion of Gretchen Whitmer and the Michigan Supreme Court going to be that judges can just overturn elections if they don't like the results? Well, and Maybe just, that applies to some other situations in the news, Anna. Maybe. Maybe. I just feel like that's a lot of – it's going to be a lot of back and forth of hopefully one day when we get a new governor, well, it's not pro-abortion and is pro-life, are they going to use their executive authority and go to the Supreme Court? And yeah. it's just going to be back and forth every couple of years. We're going to get a new constitutional right. Who needs a legislature? We're just we're going to pro-life governor, get a 4-3 majority back in the Supreme Court, and yeah. just erase this. Like, boom. Oh, the governor asked for an opinion. We discovered, oh, there is no right to the Michigan Constitution because there, there is ne- no right there in there. There never was. So this decision's gone by the end. I don't know. Democracy, em- Anna. Oh, did you almost call me Emily? I did almost call you Emily. My apologies. Uh, no. Um, yeah, democracy. They, they, that's what bugs me the most. They wax eloquent about democracy. You know, the word autocrat is not one you hear in every, everyday conversation, but they just throw that around like it's autocratic. You know, it's, uh, you know. It, and they just don't care. They will – it doesn't matter. If, if you don't vote how they want you to vote, it doesn't matter. They're just going to toss out the result. Well, I If think Governor Whitmer, you know, doesn't like what you want, doesn't like what the legislature says, she's just going to do whatever she wants. I think to make matters worse is that Dana Nessel also made a statement yesterday saying, I will not enforce any law if Roe versus Wade gets overturned. I will not prosecute people for – performing abortions all right she's gonna so, violate her oath i mean that's dana nessel so that she is, made that clear during the election on top of all of that yeah but it's just no big deal we should have a you know attorney general who won't enforce laws right you know, a governor who that do- makes a governor who doesn't care he just makes up laws and rules on the spot and the question is are we gonna have a supreme court that just rubber stamps this cheating because that's what it is they're trying to cheat they Either they don't think their amendment is going to have success or they're you, afraid of what they did and they just they don't do think that, they're going to be successful. Just because I don't know this, if they do that, could you take it up to the U.S. Supreme Court and say, or is that just how it is? I don't know. It's because uh, you're talking about state laws. You're talking about, you know, what in the federal constitution I don't know, but if they're establishing the precedent and the courts can just, like, intervene and do whatever they want, I mean, maybe the U.S. Supreme Court, with its 6-3 to three conservative majority, should just say, oh, well, that's – we just disagree, the yeah. end. Oh, look, there's a section of the of the U.S. Constitution that says Michigan can't do this. It's in there in the article, you know, something or other, you know, section whatever, clause that one, and, oh, boom, the end. You would think they would say, Nothing we, matters. we just had this argument and we're having it right now. So, like, so it's not an actual thing, you know? Mm. I don't know. Well. It's interesting. Uh, so the attorney general is not going to defend Michigan from this lawsuit. So the legislature 
uh, should do their duty and intervene. And you know, I have been seeing some of them tweet that they are going to do something about it. Yeah, Hopefully. so what we can say is we're not going to take it lying down yeah. regardless of the process or the results. But, you know, this just gives you a glimpse into the, what the other side believes. You know, I've said, you know, they put abortion above laws, above the Constitution, above everything. It's practically their religion, their worldview. Abortion comes before anything else, and they just continue to demonstrate it time and time again. And as far as the the petition, I mean, it seems like they're still going on with it. They're still continuing. Yeah, yeah. kind of like the maybe the governor's lawsuit is a backup plan, or the petition's a backup plan. Yeah, the Michigan ACLU tweeted, "We're still doing the petition," kind of feebly. Their actual the petition drive hasn't tweeted anything in a week. Now that doesn't mean anything, but. I mean, from the from what we've heard, we won't get into too much detail, but from what we heard, how they're going about gathering the signatures, you know, dealing with the weather, how they're paying people to do it, you know, where they're located so far. I mean, it's not very. They popular. have a lot of money, and if they want to spend an unlimited amount of money, they can somehow get the signatures. But will they be willing to pull? little effort into it though it seems that they're putting no effort little effort but however you know is it just is it just all a show to be like we're putting an effort i don't know maybe maybe the lawsuit is a show to get attention for you know well that's a possibility too but it's very contradicting to each other so i don't unless they're just that stupid that they would contradict each other and think that they're helping each other I, i just think that they they were caught unprepared they've been lazy and reliant on judges to cheat for them and now they may be in a situation where they don't have that anymore on the federal level so i mean they're just panicking and they're just trying to throw anything that they think can stick no matter how contradictory or you know like that's tough like you're asking a circulator go out in the snow Mm-hmm. And collect signatures. I mean, I know, I know that I know they're paying a lot of them, and they can make a ton of money collecting signatures. Um, people listening, please don't go make money collecting signatures. <laughs> um, but you know, they're asking people to do it at the same time. Oh, we just have this cheat code we're going to put in, and it doesn't matter. You know, I don't know. I Maybe don't know. Maybe it was Anna. their plan all along. Who I don't knows? think they've had a plan. If they had a plan. I don't think they, you know, they... Well, this is a bad plan. They thought Roe versus Wade was a was a plan, and <laughs> how's that working out for them, you know? We'll find out in a couple Maybe weeks. Maybe this is the best bad idea they have to go with. Who knows? I mean, the worst part about it is that it's a really bad idea and very dishonest and manipulative and bad in general. Will forever change Michigan politics. But, like, it might work. Maybe. I, get, I don't know. If, if they succeed with that, then we have to go, we would have to go, you know, uh, pass a constitutional amendment that says there's no right to abortion. And so, and it's worth pointing out, and so let's kind of move on to the next topic, but uh, there are some states that have state-level Roe Ro versus Wade decisions. So when that gets handed down by the Supreme Court, if they overturn Roe, then some other states have to deal with that situation in, in, in their jurisdictions. So not fun. 
So let's talk about, let's not talk about state. Let's talk about the District of Columbia, Mm -hmm. Anna. So this made the news, but it's not been getting a ton of attention. It's been getting the wrong kind of attention. Well, it's being the attention of the FBI, hasn't it? Well, they're spinning it, right. as they as they always do, right. obviously. Um, but. Well, to get to the details, so there is a late-term abortion facility in D.C. The abortionist who runs it or owns it or whatever is a kind of a creepy dude. He was caught on camera years ago saying, you know, I wouldn't help a born-alive baby survive a botched abortion. Um, and... Uh, this group of progressive pro-lifers, their name of their organization is called POW. <laughs> like the old Adam West Batman movie. Progressive like, anti-abortion. Kazam. Boom. Um, What's? Uprising or something. Uprising, yes. Yeah. Um, they were at this facility, and uh, the, the waste facility truck that comes up to pick up the dead babies, we'll be frank here, uh, they kind of got the, to the conscience of one of the drivers, and he gave them his load. So instead of being, you know, uh, burned for energy, which yes, is going the, to be their fate. The company that takes away the, the, the babies would burn them and then use them to for energy in, the, in D.C. It's Jonathan Swift's A Modest Proposal, but for the 21st century. Um, so... He gave them the the babies. I guess there were 110 or 115. Um, 115. Most of them were first trimester abortions, but five of them were obviously viable children. Um, you know, there's pictures online if you want to see their bodies. So to be the, honest, I I wouldn't recommend looking at them. Maybe you maybe it, you it, feel it, differently about that, but it, we already know how horrible it well, is. If you support abortion, then you should, you should at some at point them. confront the reality of what it is you're supporting. So the uh, the hundred or so babies who were in the first trimester abortions, they were buried. Um, and then the, the five babies who were obviously viable and look like practically newborn infants in size, mm-hmm. um, uh, they save them. Eyes open. Right. Yeah. Creepy stuff. Um with the intent of taking them to authorities and saying, look, this guy is a, you know, appears to be performing illegal partial birth abortions, Mm -hmm. which are illegal, you know, federally. And that's the District of Columbia. Um, So they went to the police and they said, hey, you know, you should perform a medical examination. And the D.C. police, Mayor Mariel Bowser, uh, you know, the medical examiner there, they just said, oh, well, no, we're not going to examine them, and abortion's legal. That's the end of it. Yeah, because abortion's legal up until birth there. Right. So in their Doesn't eyes, matter. nothing bad right. happened. Um, but that case kind of got the wrong attention because of the what Rose, Rose Rescue? What is that called? Right, so... Uh, the the members of this group also take part in uh, they're called clinic rescues. Um, so what they do is uh, this used to happen a lot more before uh, the 90s when they passed a law making it a federal felony uh, to do this. But they go to abortion facilities and using you know nonviolent means try to uh, you know either talk roses. the women out of 
out of it in the waiting room or um, the FBI in this case is alleging that they were blocking the entrance to the clinic, um, which is the where the federal felony comes in. So the leader of this uh, POW group who had the babies, you know, she the is, day after they announced yes. they had the babies, the FBI announced we're charging you, was it facing 11 years? Well, I think I they said that they left. I They're getting the wrong... People are reporting it for the fact that they she kept the babies in her apartment. Oh yeah, like oh that's creepy. For and it's five like, days. It's like, well, there she was trying to contact the authorities. Right. They were trying to get them not to the DC police, but to the FBI, so that they could do an investigation because they knew the DC police would not care, and so they were trying to organize that. And then the that case with the rescue happened, and then a day later, Anna. Yeah. If you think that's a coincidence. So then people were just I reporting on the fact that she had these mm-hmm. babies in her apartment saying that she stole them from the abortion facility or from the company that was taking them. I, I saw one person say, like, how dare she use their bodies for whatever it's like. For her political They were going to get thrown in the garbage or, in this case, burned for energy. Like, you want to talk about la- utter lack of respect for the value of a human being. Oh, which... they were just trying to bury them. They were they gave them I know. names. That's, they, they buried the other ones, but the five that looked like something illegal went down, you know, they are, you know, trying to do it. But this is the problem. When you put pro-abortion people in office, they don't, again, they don't care what the laws say. Mm-hmm. They're just going to do whatever they want, and whatever they want is... Well, unfortunately, as of right now, they're not doing anything about it. So, And, you know, the federal government will not get involved because Joe Biden doesn't care. No. Partial birth abortion, you know, a born alive infant left to die, they don't care. They only care about the dead babies. So uh, do you want to move on to our happy third topic? Of course. Okay. So speaking of born alive infants left to die, so... California is working on legislation right now that would decriminalize infanticide in the state. Up to 28 days after birth. And this has been happening in, and this happened in Maryland, but a controversy caused them to not move forward with the bill. This is part of the language of our amendment. So all of these states, including California and Michigan, Maryland, they're passing these laws that uh, try to say that you know, women can't be, or they don't ever say women anymore, excuse me, individuals, can't be punished for alleged pregnancy outcomes, mm-hmm. perceived, potential, well, or alleged. I think the difference between the California petition is, or the bill, is that they added, so they have the long list of pregnancy, you know, stillbirth, stillbirth, whatever, infertility, all that. They added on there perinatal care right and so right that's kind of what makes that bill legalize infanticide well i mean in the amendment well that's just true of michigan because they mentioned postpartum care and i mean the important part is the wording is basically that you know what happens and their talking point so their talking point is you know, if abortion bans pass, women are going to get thrown in jail for miscarriages, which mm-hmm. is just not true. It's never been true. 
yeah, that doesn't uh, it didn't happen in Michigan. There are people who had miscarriages before 1973 who are still around and can tell you, <laughs> you know, the sheriff didn't show up at their door asking what went wrong. Miscarriages happen. Every, like pro-life women, mm-hmm. you know, I, what's the miscarriage rate? It's very high. It Probably is. like a quarter of women and, and men in the pro-life movement who have, you know, been parents have experienced it. So it's this dumb talking point. To scare people because abortion's not good enough. They abortion's never good enough for them. They always have to. They can never win the argument on the merits Mm-mm. because the merits are fundamentally, obviously wrong. So, um, they put this talking point in the bill, but really, what it means is, you know, because this happens, women leave babies, newborns, to die, or they claim they kill them and claim, oh, they were stillborn. There should be investigation because yeah, you can't murder to, a baby. They don't even have to, like, feed them, give them water. They can literally just neglect them. Neglect them to death, you know. And, and nothing will happen to them. They n- won't be investigated. Right. Normally when you hear a news story about a child, you know, neglected to death, everyone gets really mad. But suddenly, newborn baby, you know, and they're, and they're passing this bill saying, well, that's just an alleged pregnancy outcome, Anna. And we can't even investigate or penalize them mm-hmm. in any way. If they allege that the baby was dead before they threw their newborn in the trash, then that's just what the situation is. Yep. And that's, again, not just California, Michigan, all these other states. It's clearly uh, model language that is being passed around. We're not sure by who, but that's pretty irrelevant. The fact is they're trying to decriminalize infanticide. Yes. A few years ago, when Ralph Northam, governor of Virginia, mentioned this, you know, they tried to say, oh, that's not happening. This isn't a real controversy. You know, he's not really talking about a fantaside. Fast forward a couple months later. Oh, yeah, we're trying to – they won't say they're trying to decriminalize infanticide. Well, but. even California came out and said, oh, that was misinformation. We're not trying to do that. And they right. said that they fixed the bill to not include that, but – they but when didn't. you say you can't investigate someone for an alleged right. pregnancy outcome, that means that and that if they alleged included in perinatal care, that's right before your baby's born and right after 20 days after your baby's born, right. and you have the decision to determine what happens in those days. It's like when bar- when we were talking about partial birth abortion uh, and banning it federally, you know, Senator, I think it was was it Feins- Diane Feinstein or Barbara Boxer? I think it was Barbara Boxer said. You know, someone, Rick Santorum, Senator Rick Santorum asked her, you know, well, when does a human being, when does a baby have rights? And she said, uh, when they come home from the hospital. Hmm. And again, you know, the Michigan Amendment is going to redefine fetal viability to say that if yeah. you need medical care as a baby, you're not viable. So if you have to go through you're 39 weeks and you're going to have to have any kind of medical treatment as a baby, a 39-week yep. baby is not care, viable. That could be a NICU baby. We don't know. They didn't An incubator. Yeah. You have to go under the Billy Rubin lights. Perfectly otherwise healthy babies, you know, have uh, uh, situations where they need some routine but mm-hmm. yet extraordinary without it that they could get very ill care. Um, and they're just not, they're not viable, Anna, under the Michigan anything goes abortion amendment, which they may or may not be committed to. We don't know. Yeah. We can't tell. Yeah. The other side is just going nuts and they're not thinking through things 
clearly and carefully. Um, they're just trying to throw stuff at the wall, and they frankly don't care about the consequences. Um, but we care about the consequences. We don't want infanticide to be legalized. Um, you know, we have to stop these bills. Maybe people thought the end of Roe versus Wade is a victory for us, and it's a huge victory. But there's a lot it's of more fights end, before yes. us. It is not the end, not by a long shot. On the other side, they might continue panicking and doing weird things, but they're going to keep arguing for abortion on demand through all nine months of pregnancy and then some, and mm-hmm. we have to continue fighting them. And we will. We will. All right. That's all the time we have for this edition of LifeBeat. Uh, join us again next week. As always, we're going to keep you updated on all these fronts in this abortion fight that keep opening up. Go to our website, rtl.org, and we will always be there to keep you informed. And next week will be a feature. So, What's the feature going to be, Anna? I don't know yet. Okay, we'll find out. Uh, join us again then. Have a wonderful weekend.